I'm just I'm letting it do its thing and turning on things and oh why is it doing this oh it did a flickery flicker which means it's doing a thing oh why did it get rid of the discord window for me again I hate when it does that this thing I swear Actually makes sense. No, it, it does. I, That's I, my heater. When my heater would run, I we I couldn't internet. The heater was screwing up with it. All right, so so we fixed the fans with chopping up the Wi-Fi. Oh, cool. That oh. should help. Weird. There's a new type of ad that apparently is infesting our cast. We have an ad. What? Yeah, we have we have ads now. Apparently, we have that many people that watch. What kind of fucking cancer is that? Does the ad money go to horse? No. What, what, what's it an ad for? Uh, Coca-Cola. Boring. God damn. I ordered a bunch of uh, top hats once, and then I started getting ads for uh, Mercedes. Nice. It must oh, think you're shit. rich. Okay, we're online. Are we? we have people watching. Oh, yes, we are. fuck. All right. Five, four, people three, watches? two, one. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Where every Friday night is Taco Tuesday, bitches. We have your bartenders for this evening. We have Enigmatic Otaku. It's so Taco Tuesday. Milk. Oh my god, Enigma, kill yourself, please. Ravage. I'm stuck with Enigma invading Wednesdays. My name's Flutter Freeze, and we have a twofer special guest for tonight. We have that guy who wrote my little dashie. I'm not here, though. He says he's not here. <laughs> Fuck. But what everyone came here for, we have the grand shit poster himself or serious when he wants to, Admiral Biscuit. Admiral, thanks for coming on. You know, I'd just like to point out that I have like 1.6 million words of serious fix and only 400,000 of shit fix. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm already making enemies. Uh, for those who are watching for the first time, welcome. Uh, we are a user-submitted podcast where we take the questions that you guys request, and then we ask you to guess for two hours and just make them miserable. Uh, we're also streaming live on Twitch right now. So if you guys want to uh, ask questions in the actual Twitch stream, we will ask them. And, of course, we always have technical difficulties, so expect there to be some problems along the way. Um, if you want to catch up on previous podcasts, you can always check out our YouTube page or iTunes or Google Play Music where we post all of our previous podcasts. And it sounds like the technical difficulties are over. So, for now, for now <clears throat> Biscuit, for now. hooray. So, we'll jump straight into actual interview questions. Uh, number one, who are you and what have you done for the fandom? Uh, well, I'm Admiral Biscuit. I've wrote in wrote and such thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, He's a rodent. <laughs> um, Celestia sleeps in onto the pony planet. Silver Glow's journal. Um, Twilight eats a peach. Scootaloo and Celestia adventures in Twilight's gallbladder. Um, whatever it was I just posted today. So uh, I've written a few things. Uh, most Mostly serious, but a fair number of crack fix as well. Um, question number two. How did you get into the fandom? Uh, I work part-time at a group homes for developmentally disabled adults. 
And I started seeing a sister channel that I has cheeseburger that was all ponies. And it was pretty much the exact opposite of working with difficult clients. So in my downtime, I was looking at pictures of ponies and it just kind of grew from there. Nice. Number three, what would you say is your favorite part of the fandom? Uh, the online community, fanfic, conventions, the music, the show itself? Uh, well, I mean, the show itself, of course, is awesome. But uh, really, on, the, on all the other stuff, it would be fanfic for me. Uh, music is cool. Fan-made videos are cool. But I mostly stick to the fic side of things. I see. Are you only a writer, or do you do a lot of reading as well? I do a lot of reading. Not as much now that I'm writing so much. Okay. Uh, next question. If there's one thing that you could say to your followers or your fans or your haters, what would it be? Um, I appreciate everyone who comments and I read all the comments and I try to respond to all the comments, even from the haters. All right. And then last but not least, we're going to get a little political here. We're going to burn some bridges, make some enemies, ruin some loved ones. Who is best pony? Rarity. No way. Show your evidence. What? Uh, yeah, where's your shrine? Show, show my evidence. <laughs> Mr. Hoof social um, combined with I'm totally blanking on the name of the story. Somber's story. Oh, oh, and, and so a fanfic. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like her until I read that one, and then, like, I kind of adapted that into my headcanon, and also found out, and and this is a true fact, that despite all her like protests of being a lady, mm -hmm. in the Manicore fight, she was the first one to attack it physically. Wow, that's recall, actually a yeah, really cool right. point. If I recall, she was also the first one to threaten those uh, teenage dragons with violence. Yes. yes. Like, she acts like a lady, but when it's time to get her hooves dirty, she doesn't even hesitate. She just throws down and goes for it. Wow. So you're saying that Rarity would be, Rarity would be the first one to rip out that bitch's weave? Yes. <laughs> yes, in a heartbeat. <laughs> She's all. She then she would also be the first one to rip off Ember's tits because she's not supposed to have them, right, Enigma? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> all right. Well, that covers the actual interview questions. Let's see what our uh, viewers have to say. So let's start with the first set of questions from Lieutenant Major Dude. Uh, let's see. Assuming you saw the perfect pair, and if you haven't seen the perfect pair, we get to ignore this question. So did you get the chance to see it? I have seen that. Okay. So there will be some mild spoilers ahead for those who have not seen it. What was your reaction that you technically predicted the future that Captain Kirk, I mean William Shatner, was going to be an MLP? Well, here's the thing. Um, apparently, whoever, Lieutenant Major Dude hasn't read all my fix because that's the second fic that uh, uh, Captain Kirk and Maud go on a date is the second fic with Captain Kirk in a quest. Really? So what was the first one then? 
Okay. Little mild technical difficulties there, but we got 2012 out of that. Priest, I know you said technical difficulties, but what I heard you say was technical difficulties. Ah. I heard tit. Internet. <laughs> oh, good. Internet. So the cat attacked the internet box is what I'm assuming. Oh. Can we just take their noises out of context? Is there anything left to do? I mean... I think, um... I think we might as well go over, like, what our drinking word is today. Our drinking word is tacos, because fuck it. Uh, but I'm also going to encourage everyone, just drink whenever there's a technical difficulty. Um... Admiral is doing this over at Rob Cakron's house this week because uh, he did not feel comfortable with Discord. So we're gonna we're gonna do the best we can. Uh, All right. For this. Oh, we're back. we're back. Hype. Okay. Cool. We can't just broke the internet. Darn kitty. Okay, we'll move on then. Uh, there was this King of the Hill snipe hunt episode I once saw. What's your opinion of King of the Hill? Uh, it, it's all right. I like the writing. I'm not a fan of the animation and some of the voice actors I can't understand. Fair enough. You mean like uh, Boomhauer? Well, definitely Boomhauer. Um, but there's one other that I have a real hard time understanding him. I don't remember which one. I don't, I don't watch it much. I don't even own a TV. Turn down for what? I, I kind of understand. I mean, King of the Hill hasn't really, like, honestly appealed to me. It just Something about it just throws me off. I mean, Mike uh, Judge is a good writer. Um, it's just the, the... Now we'll never know what that is. Dead. The whole Dead forever. He's getting... He's, he's getting derezzed into the Tron universe. Oh, boy. No, probably not. <laughs> well, well, supposedly Rob was holding his finger on something. Maybe he slipped and stuck his finger in the light socket. Sharpie and pooper. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing that we've never like gotten from like one of our guests is just like a technical difficulty that's like so bad we just get something crazy out of context can we just change the drinking word to like every time this happens because i feel like this is going to happen more than drinking no we already we already have oh admiral are you here Hey! That, we heard all of that! <laughs> I, think, I think we're back up again, and I approve of uh, tech difficulties being the drinking word, although I don't know if I'll be able to finish the interview. <laughs> we're, just, we're, we're getting shit-faced. Game over. Uh, next question from Lieutenant Major Dude. Amongst all your stories, which one has the best cover art? So three of my fics have been written for the cover art. Um, shipping, Pinkie Pie's Last Nightmare Night, and Petunia Paleo, and uh, the Giant Corporalite. So all of those relate really well to the story, obviously. Um, in terms of 
other cover art, I would say uh, Gerald Ford turns into a cat because it's probably the only cover art on film fiction with Gerald Ford. All right. Like every time there's a pause, I'm about to scream. No, no, just like I, I don't know how to take that General Ford comment, so I'm just like, all right. Gerald sure. Ford, the only president of the United States was never elected. He fell down a lot. Oh. All right, we're gonna move to some questions now from Alex underscore. So number one, what is your funniest anecdote? So I uh, sometimes do. Uh, theater for a stunt troupe and we were filming uh, one of our stunt shows and I was really tired and my role in the scene that they were filming was a dead body so I fell asleep while two people were having a sword fight with fire over my head oh my god nice <laughs> that's badass um, number two uh, how was BronyCon, and did you get the chance to meet anyone from the Barcast there? BronyCon was awesome, and yes, I met uh, um, the Smooth and Anon there. And possibly other people <laughs> who I didn't notice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you should you, you, you should have just yelled out, Admiral Biscuit, you didn't write my little dashy. <laughs> you probably would have. Just, just get infinite Admiral Biscuit shirts and just wear them all well, the time. Infinite. My, my budget isn't infinite. But you could probably sneak like one a year out of me and I wouldn't notice. I I mean, you go to TrotCon and I got the first one there and then you didn't really notice me at Brony, so I probably could have gotten a second one. But if I, I'm gonna go for a third one at next uh, Tricon. Yeah, I totally didn't notice you there, and I, I'm so sorry. Like you were at dinner with us, and I just like. Oh no, I didn't make it to the dinner. You didn't see me there, so. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's how dis that's 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 how disguised I was. You thought I was at the dinner. Well, Rob says that you were at the dinner. Rob is lying. No, Rob is lying. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I was at the other yeah. table. I was at the yeah, other table. Like, yeah, you were at the adult table. Please don't let me go sit. Don't let, don't let me sit at that table again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to be an adult. I don't want to be one. <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry, Mill. It's okay. It was a thing. It was nice. Oh, I just like to say that Jedi Master Ed, at his room party at BronyCon, had relabeled bottles of liquor, including one that was like horse tonic, and it was really good. I don't know what it was. That sounds like Ed. I think we're down again. No, you're not down. Oh, okay. uh, like every time it's quiet, you guys can't let it be quiet or we start freaking right. out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Milk, also, you need to bring your audio I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm okay. working on it. There we go. Next next question. Admiral, how did you get the chance to first meet Rob Cakron 53 the author of My Little Dashy? Uh, Zirian introduced me to him. Uh, he met me at my first BronyCon, and I found out he, lived, he lives not far from me. 
And then he basically made me go to TrotCon and introduced me to uh, uh, to Rob, who also lives not far from me. So that's wicked cool. And now we hang out and drink all the time and come up with bad fic ideas. Yes. That sounds like something I would just like love to be a part of if that wasn't an awful time. <laughs> like an awful <laughs> drive. 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 Not an awful time. I'm sure it's a wonderful time. When so are funny. you... Yeah, when we remember, it's a good time. When we don't remember, we just assume it was. <laughs> like someone may or may not have humped Admiral's van. Um... Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody made love to my van, but I'm not gonna name names. And then do you guys, do you guys have any like stories of just like when you guys hang out at these weird ass barbecues? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one, this one time, this guy who wrote my old dash, he humped my van. <laughs> <laughs> Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay though, the van didn't mind. Oh, it was consensual van humping. <laughs> exactly. It's all good. <laughs> Plus, I could probably like auction the van off for more than I paid for it now. Exactly. I mean that's like a fandom treasure. <laughs> what if you'll find what it? If, what if you painted it? <laughs> it's pink, it's blue. Yeah, it is blue, but it's a, dark, it's a darker blue. Uh, well, hey, you know, if you're really adventurous, you can go looking up the tailpipe for the jisms. <laughs> also, also, I would like to call out General Hanawish for coming up with the hot fire of Rob Cake Van Fifty Three. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh -huh. on the land! Yay! Yay! Number so you four. don't have to put your finger in a light socket to keep it going? No. Okay. Don't ask what's connected no, to the I'm just, I'm just not touching it now. We're not... <laughs> so what exactly is Rob sticking of his in the internet box to keep it running? Tacos. Uh, Alright, let's move on. We're off the rails. Number four. God damn it. Oh god. All I heard was, God damn it. I... All right, Freaking... they're back. Oh, there it is. Yeah. They're, yes, okay. they're back. That's right. It's their problem. They're back. Number four. Number four. You haven't prepared an answer for this question, have you? For which question? That That is the question. Number four is, <laughs> the question is, you haven't prepared an answer for this question, have you? Unless that's the pre prepared answer, and then I've been bamboozled. Um, I plead the fifth. Shit. All right. <laughs> Number five. So I was raped for this girl the other night, and it turns out she gave me AIDS. What kind of a nine-year-old has AIDS? My guess, her sister's been hanging around in the wrong cloud. Or my I, sister. Fuck, man. I would say if that happened, you absolutely deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Number six. You, Admiral Biscuit, are fucking your daughter. What's funnier, your wife's face when she walks in on you or the fact that the abortion clinic let you keep her? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. 
Have fun so, with this one. So whoever came up with that question, I would like to meet in person so I can personally punch him or her in the face. I think it was Seventh Heaven is what Alex Underscore was saying. Both of those were from Seventh Heaven, just under the gaze of Alex Underscore. Well, that that's one where I would where I would feel honored to personally punch him in the face. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, is he, well, is he going to be a BronyCon next year? Probably not, but he will be at Canterlot KC, I think, and I'm going to be there. I'll I can punch him in the face for you and record it. Please do that. Okay, got that, it. That would be awesome. And I, and I would like to say, for the record, I have personally been punched by Present Perfect. Oh, good. <laughs> What's the context behind that? My zero word chip fic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now there's a question to Pencil and Enigma. Pencil is sadly not here. So, Enigma. Yes. How are things at the Penigma Love Cave in Tijuana? <laughs> well, I came, well, I came back and she didn't, so you do the math. <laughs> Thunderdome! Two people enter, one person leaves! If Pencil is dead, you fucks have a lot to answer for. Hey, Enigma, guess what? You get to what? service priest and um... Sorry. Uh, never mind. I was going to go somewhere with that, and I'm not going to. Never mind. I was going to make a threat, but never mind. Pretty much, yeah. How dare you try to be funny? Moving on. Number eight, <laughs> to the Not Sad cast. Do you know when there will be a BronyCon recap stream? There will be one. It will probably just be the bar cast, as in Milk, Me, Enigmatic Otaku, Flam, and... Wow, fuck you Enigma. too! And... What? <laughs> what? I, I think Rob says he wants to be in on that. Everyone, no, this is the problem. Everyone wants to be in on it. Crystal and Ansel, yeah, Rob Cakron, fucking yeah, but 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 I actually matter. <laughs> he wrote my little. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I actually matter. A quote. <laughs> From Rock Caker and 50 Maker and My Little Dashie recorded on iTunes. Download now for 99 cents to your new Well, come on. I mean, he's changed so many people's lives with this story. Uh, maybe we'll make an exception for you, Rob, and Shakespeare <laughs> and Crystal and Ansel, and literally everyone else that we interact with. Yeah, let's just do it all in general chat. Oh god. Could you imagine? Like 60 fucking people. Oh god. Okay, moving on. Questions from Tumare, who just says boop. You've been boop right at moments. Okay. Now, questions from Lisey Claire. First question from Lisey Claire. What advice would you give for writing good POE? Minor details. Like Writing a pony on Earth where it's like Ermagerd they eat meat, that's been done so many times. Well, all right. Now I'll never know how to write a good POE. Dead. Well, hey, they're keeping us out of talking forever. 
Maybe we need to get that uh, fish voice changer and uh, set it to robot. Maybe then we can understand them. <laughs> I don't think they realized oh, they died. Man. No, I don't think they died either. And Admiral's giving actual writing advice. This is horrible. <laughs> Someone should put a, a ping in the behind the counter and say they're dead. Oh my god. Uh, we're only a half hour into this. <laughs> and the technical difficulties are off. Enigma, tell a joke. Well, there once was... Now you're... <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was honestly about to say let's just stop there because Enigma is the joke, but I, I think that was perfect. Wow. Uh, you guys enjoyed it because I heard nothing. That was the joke. Oh, okay. Well, since we are... Is, that, is Admiral back yet? Okay. Enigma and Rap, how was the sad cast last week? Very sad. It was actually, yeah, it was pretty sad. I mean, we all pretty much gave each other hand jobs till we felt better. I mean, we, we were both crying while doing the double hand job, so, you know, we <laughs> used our tears as lubricant. Oh, my God. And uh, we so may or may not have forced Enigma to take one up the ass just for our enjoyment. It made us feel a lot better. Whoa. <laughs> made made me feel worse. Did you guys do it on camera or like like I know nah, when you guys nah, do mugshot camera to uh, we didn't have a camera to record it. Oh, do we have Admiral back yet? Kill. Okay. All right, we're back. Yeah. Oh, just in time. All right. Try your answer again because I know it was a very good. It's very yeah. good. It sounded like that there was actual like good writing advice there. So I, I'm sorry for making you repeat yourself, but can okay, you no, a robot that, maybe. That that's fine. Um, so don't go. Don't necessarily worry too much about the big stuff like Ermigerd, uh people eat meat. Like the little details are what really makes the story. Um, things like. In Silverglow's journal, for example, when she first got to her dorm room, she saw a, a snack bouquet on her desk and ate it. Um, and then technical issues of how you, uh, you know, how they interact with, uh, with human technology. I mean, you can decide for yourself how horse-like they are and, you know, whether or not they'd be able to use human faucets or pony faucets are different. Um, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. And you could even go as far as to, like, you know, kneel down on all fours and look at the world around you and think about how you might get to different things. Or, heck, watch kids that are short. Or adults. <laughs> or adults that are really short. <laughs> <laughs> Quote from Admiral Biscuit, watch short people. Knock on wood. I keep my bench home. Um, so yeah, I, I'm planning on writing a blog post about that soon because I took a lot of pictures of the hotel at uh, at uh, at BronyCon and just to just to think about how they would view the scene. Like there were open support beams that a Pegasus might want to just perch on that kind of thing. 
Okay. Now then, uh, next question from Lise. What is the most amazing thing we should expect from you this year? Uh, two chapters of Under the Pony Planet, maybe even a third chapter, if things get really lucky. Who knows? Um, I'm working on a story that was inspired by comments on Silver Glow's journal called Pegasus, uh, working title is Pegasus Rescue Brigade. That may not be the actual title due to, you know, the fact there's a user with that name who might not be happy. Right. Um, and I should hit my two million word mark sometime this year as well. Hype. Does, has that been a goal for you or? No, I didn't even think I hit 1 million. And then just all of a sudden there it was. And then it's like, I think I'm at 1.9 and change. Wow. I I can't even imagine writing that many words. But then again, I guess, yeah. I suppose it just kind of builds up the more you write. I I can only, how do, okay. So that actually is a question for you. It seems like you're releasing stories all the time or you just churn out tons of words. What is your writing process? Do you have like a specific time of the week? that you just write or what's your dedication or what's your kind of schedule behind writing? Um, there's kind of two processes. Some are for long, longer fix like Celestia sleeps in and onto the pony planet where I really get into depth on all the details, you know, think about how everything's going to work. Um, all the various story arcs, when they intersect, try to have the chapters sort of all themed, and then there's other stuff like um, object permanence that I just sort of have a basic idea and just start writing and see where it goes. All right. All right. Well, cool. Uh, next question then. Uh, is your Equestria challenge still valid? I honestly don't remember what that was, but I'll say sure. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Then I think Lisa Claire has accepted your challenge. I look forward to what that's going to be, especially since I don't remember what the challenge was. <laughs> now then, uh, questions from RB-47, the uh, previous admin of the Pony Vault, or Pony Fiction Vault. So, for the good admiral, which of your stories are you most proud of, and which of your stories do you think best epitomizes your work? I think the one that I'm most proud of is Here I Am. Um... Talking like a hurricane. It's a rather different take on a vinyl scratch. And it's a kind of personal to me as well. Uh, and then for the ones that most epitomize my work, it's basically boring slice of life, generally with ponies you've never heard of. Um, things like a taxing evening or uh somewhat more mainstream, the Sam and Rose stories. Um, and then on the opposite end of the spectrum, things like Scootaloo and Celestia, Adventures in uh, Twilight's Gallbladder. I, I don't even know how to, like, like respond to that. You, you need to watch the video on YouTube. A Shadow of Cygnus did an amazing... We'll never know what amazing thing was. That's made. my joke. Don't steal it. <laughs> but you're a weeb. Aren't you supposed to say what other Japanese comedians? That's my line. 
No, I just like the way that you did say it. Like, that's my line. <laughs> but, but the promise tomorrow. <laughs> we'll never find a dress in time. This is the bar cast in the bar, the proms tomorrow. <laughs> Ship it, make it. <laughs> Write a fanfic about it. Oh, God. No, we don't. Oh, God. What have I done? Like, Priest, now there's going to be stories of us going to prom and freaking out about it because it's tomorrow. There was already, there was already fanfics, several actually, that were made and sent to me and Pencil about Pencil and I boning. <laughs> All right, we're, back, we're back again. Welcome back. Hello? Are you yep, still here, Biscuit? Yep, got it. <laughs> they lied. They weren't back in again at all. <laughs> what can we what can we do other than laugh? <laughs> oh drink, man. drink heavily. All right. Well, since we do have another small second. Hey, Enigma and Ravage. Is there something really cool to watch on Wednesday nights? No, nothing I can think of. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we run a show called Mugshots, and it's pretty much just an art stream where myself, Kyrie Pancakes, which is Seven's uh, soon-to-be wife, and is it... Alex or Andrew that runs the other one? I call him Grey Vested. Okay. okay, yeah, so it's Andrew CK who runs the other one. And we're still trying to find guests to come on, and mostly All my right. fault that nobody's on there, but... I, I think yeah, we're back so. again. <laughs> right, oh, yeah, cool. no, come and... Yeah, if you can on Wednesday nights, come and listen and watch us draw stuff. I mean, yeah, it's pretty fun. It, we're trying to get it to be more like a show. All right, I'm going to cut you off there because Admiral's back. Admiral, welcome back. Yeah. Ain't back at all. That face when he said he's back, but he's not. <laughs> now, let's, now, now let's talk about the BarCast Patreon where we collect enough money to feed a horse to a bale of hay. No, we do that at the hour mark. It's been 35 minutes. <laughs> Okay, did you not realize? Okay, freeze, freeze. Pay close attention to what I said. We don't have pencil here to jump down your throat, Enigma. You can't no, get that... out to anybody else. Freeze, did you get it now? No. I said where we get money together to feed a horse to a bale of hay. Oh, I guess I'm just dumb. No, it just pro it just proves that you're quick to anger at me. All right, That's I think true. we're back for now. Yes. Okay. Thank God. We were scrambling. It's all my fault. It's all it's Rob's okay. fault. It's all <laughs> Rob's fault. It's up. Yeah. Rainbow Dash has been chewing the wires. All right. Uh, I'm gonna quickly grab a question from Dash Loon. Uh, if you could, would you? Um, would it matter if I did? All right, there's some questions that are directed towards everyone. I'm going to wait until the next technical difficulty in order to get to them. I'm sorry, RB-47. 
uh, be patient. All right. All right, now we have questions from Tony Montana. Hey, I know you. You were in a few chats with me. I just wanted to say that based on what went down in those chats, you seem like a pretty cool dude. Question number one, how to pony? Um, Think like short, furry, four legs, possibly wings, possibly an orn, eat mostly grass, poop a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Poop a lot. That just got me. Like, has anyone? I, I wrote a. I just wrote a blog post about how much ponies poop. It's a lot. Has anyone written a story about that? Not yet, but I have a character in. Uh, I can attest. Ten fours here. Lots of poop. I, I had a, a recurring character in uh, my Under the Pony Planet series that basically empties outhouses for a living. Can I? I hate to ask this. Can I? Can I write that? Sure. You yeah, write about ponies pooping. Do it. Present perfect would love it. Make make sure you use the word fibers oh, nuggets. I loved no no no. I loved the Corporal Light story. And if you weren't gonna write that, I was. <laughs> <laughs> that was Bad Horse's fault. You should you should never specifically told me not to do something. It, it's true. <laughs> All right, next question. What are your favorite types of stories to write? Um, I honestly prefer slice of life where basically nothing happened. Um, generally with research behind one particular, uh, activity, let's say, like for example, in a sea swirls dive or the trek to ice cream rock, that's just about good old fashioned hard hat diving equipment. Um, I mean, crack fix are fun. And comedy fix are fun, but I don't think they necessarily stick with you. That's fair. I, I, I can't tell you any. Well, I guess I'm weird because crack fix are like my personal favorite. And I remember those, but like serious ones get too heavy for me. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's definitely something to be said about crack fix. And yeah, some of them have like, you know, the most brilliant one liners in them ever. Yeah. But. You know, and, and yeah, it is something you you can remember and you can quote them. But you know, more serious stories hit you kind of deeper down. It's true, and you're yes, you're totally right. So, uh, next question: uh, What is your what is the hardest part about writing? Um, sometimes getting motivated to do it, especially when it's something that's going to be really difficult to write, or where I have to really tie a whole bunch of threads together to, you know, to, to advance the plot. And then editing, I freaking hate editing, especially when you go through and realize that you have to delete a section that you wrote because, you know, it doesn't really fit with the theme of the story or it doesn't really add anything to it. But, you know, you're like, I spent hours working on this and then I'm just going to happily pitch it in the wastebasket because... I need to do that. Yeah, that's true. Editing is definitely one of the hardest parts. Uh, let's see. Next question. Um, shit, I think these questions are for everybody. So let's go with, do you... I'll, I'll skip, do you mind explaining to us why a non-pencil has done nothing wrong? Because it doesn't seem like a question you would like to 
And actually, on the other hand, you did just write the uh, uh, what's it called story, the object permanent story. So, would you mind explaining to us why a non pencil has done nothing wrong? Oh, well, there's your answer. He, Pencil has obviously done everything wrong, seeing as his silence is his answer. No, that's you, Enigma. Okay. You've done everything wrong. Oh, I prepared for this. Uh, there are questions up that are for everybody, so let's go through them. Um, so, for everyone, if you can have people read one and only one of your stories, which would you pick? So, Enigma. The Stallion's Strength. Why? Uh, well, it's the first. I I uh, put some actual thought into that, and it's my first story that landed me on EQD. Even though you know, the whole uh, they they got a bit lax with me, I guess. Right. Uh, Ravage. Little things and tiny wings. Why? Because it's not a serious story. It's cute and it's fun, and there's really no. <laughs> There's no way to ridicule it, per se, I guess. Right. You know, I mean, what's there to ridicule? You're watching a, what, two, pretty much a two- or three-year-old or whatever, just kind of, you know, making their way around. All right. Let's see. Uh, Milk, if you, have, if you have people read one story, which one? Wait. I would tell them to read none of them. Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't, sweet, I don't. you're back. Yes. Hype. Okay, we'll jump back down. Um, why are you stealing people's dicks? Uh, it's not really stealing per se. It's a misunderstanding. When you don't have a concept of object permanence and you're having sex, it seems like she's stealing your dick, but it's really still there. <laughs> okay. Do you mind explaining to us why a non-pencil has done nothing wrong? Well, I don't think I can explain that. <laughs> done nothing wrong. I, I, I don't think I can justify what pencils has done. Um, I just want to say it's not my fault I wrote that story. It's her fault. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Would you ever use the services provided by a mayor by the name of venus spring possibly i mean if hypothetically i'd ever like gone a derpy bro you know with the mature filter on and knew what you were talking about well, who does that? but you know <laughs> i probably never have done that so i mean i who's this venus spring you talk of I have no idea what what this horse is, so I'm gonna have to look it up later. She she has she, he doesn't know. <laughs> everyone everyone else knows. <laughs> I, I don't. Give me a second. Like, okay, I'm not streaming the cast, so I don't. I'm not gonna risk like just pulling up porn. <laughs> anyone else have a craving for soup? <laughs> okay well while i go look this shit up um next question fuck mary kill and of course here on the bar cast killing yourself is always an option don't actually kill yourself just wait what uh, <laughs> <it's> just... <laughs> um fuck mary kill between a biscuit a scone and a cookie 
I don't understand the question. So it's fuck, kill, or marry. Basically, you gotta choose one of the three to fuck it, to kill it, or marry it. Oh, and the choices are a biscuit, a scone, and a what? A cookie? A cookie. Uh, what kind of cookie? The kind, the kind you, the kind you won after circling up with your friends. <laughs> I think I know where this is going, and I'm not sure I like it. <laughs> um, we'll go with uh, the uh, cookie, the biscuit, and the scone in that order. Okay. Next question. Will you join me in declaring war on fidget spinners? I've got nothing against fidget spinners. I mean, Re okay. being an auto mechanic, I use ratchet wrenches rather than whatever the hell it is they sell in the towers. Oh, yeah. All right. Who would win in a fight? Elliot Ness or Tony Montana? I put my money in Elliot Ness. Really? Okay. I, I watched the movie and, like, when he got down to it. No, I'll never know what he got down to. Is he dead? No, I'm still here. Oh. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. So, really, the only scene I distinctly remember was him rescuing the baby carriage. But I'm pretty sure in the end he wound up winning, so that's good enough for me. All right. Uh, next question. Have you had the chance to spend an entire week with your favorite character, uh, Can or OC? No, sorry. If you had the chance to spend an entire week with your favorite character, Can or OC, by had to spend five, I guess, but had to spend five minutes with a character you find utterly intolerable, would you? That was a complete nightmare. Do you want me to redo that? It's not the fact that you said it like that, Priest. It's the fact that he died again. Oh. Fug. Well, I mean, you figure if you got to spend five minutes with a character you absolutely hate in an entire weekend, was it, with the character that you love? Yes. Uh, five minutes with the character you hate in order to get a week with your favorite character. Okay, well, you know, it takes less than five minutes to choke someone or something to death, so, you know. I'm already, I'm already used to living a lifetime with people I hate, so... <laughs> oh god, she's a prostitute horse. You <laughs> <laughs> found her! Okay. Well, well, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I forgot that's her lore. Okay. Uh, let's see. Then, okay, Admiral's still gone. I'll try to go back to the questions that RB-47 Uh People read one and only one of your stories, which would you pick? Uh, mine's like no. a tie, and I realize that's a cop-out. No, Milk said none, but oh. my cop-out's going to be, if you are a fan of humor, go look up... Um, uh, prepare for war, which it's about a barbarian that gets sent to Equestria and makes Rarity's day terrible, and it's mm -hmm. absurdist. It's absurdist comedy at worst, and probably finest. I don't know. I really like it. Uh, if you're looking for something 
Sirius, look up Twilight, tries not to think. It was Equestria Daily featured and featured on the site as well. Um, it's a realistic look into depression, at very least in the way that I personally handle it. Um, it's not really a tale of empowerment or a tale of overcoming depression. It's just an explanation on how it works. So I don't know. I it, it, There isn't a moral to take with that story. It's just a thing. Let's see. So we, so we just we just lost him. Yeah, yeah. He's dead, Jim. We'll just keep working with it. So um, RB-47 also asked, uh, why does a non-pencil write a non-stories? Um, what draws us to the Anon genre. And I can't speak for Pencil personally, but uh, I can try to provide a little insight to Anon stories. Um, those who write Anon usually start by coming from slash MLP on 4chan, uh, given that the Anon character is usually a 4chan based character. So what ends up happening is because of the Anon and Equestria threads, the Flutter Rape threads, uh, they need some sort of catalyst or character in order to make miserable or to write their second-person type stories, and just Anon is the accepted standard. Um, at the end of the day, it, the idea isn't necessarily to make the most immersive story possible. It's just to shit out an idea and get it over with. There. So, See what the fuck that does now. Okay, we're back shit. again. Hype! Okay, cool, we're back. Then we're going to jump back into questions. Um... We're going to move to the question from Mobile Sam. How do you feel about potatoes? Uh, baked with cheese, butter, and salt, or with uh, chives and sour cream is the best. Mashed is all right. All right. They also um, might be poisonous to horses. I don't remember. Well, if Pencil were here, she would tell us, but she's not, so we don't know. I wrote a story once where... Uh, uh, that's why White Sparkle got sick after eating green potatoes for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, um, that's anybody. Uh, potatoes have to sit out like in the sunlight for a full 24 hours before you can actually eat them. Yeah, or else the solanine will get you. What's yeah. what's it, Was it the chives or the potato itself that's poisonous to them? The uh, potato itself. Chives are probably safe, although I don't know for sure. It's not something that most people would eat just by themselves. Except me, because I'm weird. Yep. Totes. I mean, I'd, I'd have chives and sour cream, but I wouldn't have chives by myself. Weird. They're actually pretty good when you just pick them right out of the yard and eat them. You do that oh. So good. All right. Uh, now we're going to go down to the next set of questions from Trickster Forrester. So, Private Cookie. How many monkeys and how many typewriters does it take to write one of your stories? Three of each, and they have to be Smith Corona electrics. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> monkeys aren't really good at consistently hitting the keys, um, so the electric helps with that because you don't have to hit them as hard to get a keystroke. But Smith Coronas, really? I love Smith Corona. They're a pain in the ass. Well, that may be true, but don't you go mocking my favorite brand of typewriter. I, <laughs> I mean, Royals and Underwoods are all right, but they're not Smith Coronas. I know. And IBM Selectric, screw them. Mm -hmm. They've got the weird, like, golf ball. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. So, how many typewriters between the two of you, Rob and, and Admiral, how many do you have? 
less than a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> more than 10 i'm not entirely sure well, can they you... can they fit in a storage container if it's sufficiently large yes because technically <laughs> i own 20. so probably somewhere between 20 and 30. i don't remember how many i have i'd have to go looking jesus <laughs> it may only be one but i feel like i've got more than that i just don't know where they are you should drop them off have all 30 clean them up that's boring. It's more fun to like be repairing them suddenly during a speed fit contest. Well, I say I say clean, not fix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then here's here's a follow up question. Why? Because Go a because typewriters are cool, and b because after the zombie apocalypse, when all the electronic stuff isn't working, mechanical typewriters still will. I'll still be writing pony fic. Oh shit. Priorities, man. He's got us. Now, you'll only be writing them faster than the rest of us. The rest of us just have to work on our handwriting, so you know it's actually see, legible. Carbon papers may become a godsend. Yeah, but, but see, here's the thing: you're writing by hand. You have to write multiple copies. We have carbon paper. <laughs> so carbon paper works on handwriting. You just got to press a little harder. Eh. Yeah, but not as well as it works on a typewriter. Yeah. Oh, I'm That's sure. Made for typewriters. I'll just go back to stone and chisel. Well, you I can thought do it that. was made for forging signatures on documents you weren't aware were below it. That's a bit more challenging. It has a very distinctive color that doesn't look <laughs> like any pen ever written. Trust me on this. Mm. All right. Oh, good to know. Uh, moving on. Uh, we have questions from a madman, as in the name is a madman. Or his name is Madman. What an absolute madman. Get it. Okay, the question is, if there was only one car, truck, automobile that you had to own for the rest of your life, what would it be? Well, in terms of seat time and familiarity with the vehicle, I would say a 1988 uh, GMC Sonoma with a 2.5 liter and a five-speed manual transmission. I put about 250,000 miles on one of those personally. Um, the second runner-up would be my 88 Suburban with a 6.2 diesel and an automatic. Um, surprisingly, it gets 22 miles to the gallon and is pretty comfy. But does it have a cup holder? You put jet fuel on that thing because it's kerosene. Kerosene is basically diesel. Uh, it would probably explode. No. This, so we, we do that all the time at work. Um, it, it does not have a cup holder. Back in the, uh, back in the 80s, <clears throat> up until the end of the 80s, really, Cars came with tons of ashtrays, but no cup holders. Huh. That's weird. I guess I guess we started to fill our gullets with uh, pop instead of uh, freaking cigarettes. <laughs> Go poke your neck out. Well, I mean, oh, God. Oh, the <laughs> old cars that I remember being in, there were always, like, there were three up front. Two, uh, one in each of the side doors in the middle, and then if you had in the back, there was at least one back there. So yeah, I actually do remember back in the nineties, my dad had like an old suburban and had a shit ton of ash. <laughs> were they removable? Because ours were always removable. You could take that shit out and dump it. And I've even yeah. been in cars where it's not removable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. back up again. Hype. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> Did Rob just yell bullshit? <laughs> no, he said, some, he said something's fucked up, but I don't know what. Okay. He probably Next. found more wires to dash he's been chewing. Oh. 
<laughs> Next question. Uh, what inspired you to start writing? Um, well, I've been writing off and on for like 20 plus years. Um, in terms of pony thick, it was basically I read all the top shelf, human and equestria, and then started reading second and third shelf and thought to myself that. And so I started writing that and people weren't writing the kinds of stories I wanted to read. Um, and so I figured the only way I was going to get them was I was going to write them. Fair. So now that you've opened this can of worms, what do you consider the top shelf HIE? Well, see what I did that was smart. I had no exposure to fan fiction before, uh, <clears throat> um, my little pony. And I assumed that all fan fiction was probably, uh, wish fulfillment self inserts. So I actually went searching on Google for the top rated stories that I figured were ones that people liked the most. And I would start with those and see if there was like any gems among the, the rubble. And indeed there are, but there's also a lot of rubble. So fair enough. So next question from totally not a Brody. You wrote an average of 22, Jesus Christ. 2,639 words per day, every day, for a year, for Silver Glow's journal. What's the most interesting thing you learned or the most obscure research you had to do? Well, for interesting things, I mean, I learned enough about Disneyland that I wouldn't be surprised if I wind up with false memories of having been there. Um, <laughs> watched entire lecture series on thermodynamics, on high-end mathematics, and astro uh, an intro-level intro class to astronomy, read the entire Bible. Um, so just an amazing amount of stuff, plus tons of poetry, poets I'd never even heard of. The people in the comments are like, you totally need to do poems by blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, I'll look them up. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. The most obscure bit of research, because I tried to get every detail right with the real world, was the what looked like a crater on satellite maps outside of Colorado Springs. It took me probably half an hour to 45 minutes to figure out what it actually was using Google Earth, uh, historical photos, and Google Street View to figure out what this supposed crater actually was. Holy shit. And in your research, you also found out who really shot Kennedy. I can't comment on that. <laughs> We can't let the government destroy his internet for good. So <laughs> let's go to questions well, well, now. Hold on. It's not even his internet. It's Rob's internet. Oh, fair. And yeah. as we know, he's the only person that matters. And maybe well, that's why it's flaking mm -hmm. out. But would the government kill the guy that wrote My Little Dashie? That is the question. I don't think they could. I don't think they could bring themselves to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Now we have I'm just fixing my internet. Yeah, he's like he's poking at something, and I don't know what, but it's working right now. So we're gonna be happy. I'm just picturing Rob sitting on a stool, occasionally poking the internet box with a pencil. No, uh, no, he's got a, he's got a stick. Hey, don't bring pencil into this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question is from that other other guy. My psychotic nymphomaniac persona is going through surgery this week. You can rest your throat, priest. Oh, thank you. Um, 
do you think we'll get sea ponies or is it going to stay on the movie side of MLP biscuit? I hope we get sea ponies. I would love for their the internet the, the government got them. <laughs> there, there's a blood Kennedy sniper has struck again. Tango down. A, we'll get him next time. There's a black there's a black bag currently over both their heads. Taking a drill and driving it through each finger. Talk. And may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> hey, guess what? We're halfway through this fucking podcast. Yes. So, hey milk. Hey, Milk. Hey, Priest. Did you know that there is a really easy way that you can help real horses? Yes, because I run it. Good. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. That was a shit joke of me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. The Barcast has a Patreon. Uh, milk usually posts it, so Milk will go post it now. Maybe. Um, We're if you go donate to it, we don't take any of the money at all. All of it goes directly to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary in California, where this coming April, we're actually going to might, maybe, with a big star over it, if we can get the appointment set up, have the chance to see the horse that we are donating money to, and we might be able to do a barcast style interview with that horse. So I mean, we're just kind of throwing money at the company. They're not really, we're not specifying horse. Not um, yet, but if we hit over fifty dollars, we can. So we have goals. When so, I mean, we could specify a horse now. We can. Okay, I'm back on. Yeah, we could. We could say who we want to send the the money to the horse of which that yes. Okay, well then that's the Patreon thing that we said the word, so moving on. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, <laughs> did you have any more to say on Sea Ponies, Biscuit? Uh, just that they should totally have Sea Ponies because they're awesome. Nice, moving on. Alright, Admiral Biscuit, have you ever heard of Captain Cupcake? Uh, I researched that, so yes, now I have. What the hell is a Captain Cupcake? Captain Cupcake was uh, one of Hostess's mascots for their ho-hos. Oh, neat. Was he a pimp? <laughs> uh, given that he's selling cupcakes, yeah, I'd say probably. No, he, he's the mascot for the ho-hos. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> you guys didn't get that? That was go such a now. good joke! <laughs> and it went over your head, Priest. <laughs> I know. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's one thing I gotta know. Was he dressed in purple? No, he was not. Damn. Okay, never mind. Alright. We have questions now from Fan of Most Everything, Foamy. Uh, what other previous generation ponies would you like to bring into friendship as magic um well i mean of course silver glow but odds are that if she did appear it would be different than i envisioned her so you know that's that's a thing and uh minty because Min nobody falls to her death like minty <laughs> 
God. I okay, that's a story. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Seriously, watch a very minty Christmas. No pony falls to her death like Minty. They celebrate Christmas? The heathens? Well, they did in G3. Now they have uh, Hearthswarming Eve instead. All right. Let me do a refresh here to make sure we're missing anything. Also, thanks again for the t-shirt, the Admiral Biscuit brand t-shirt. You're welcome. Um, the next guest would like to remain anonymous for the first question, even though you probably have already seen it. Where did you get the idea for object permanence? Um, some crazy woman that was dressed like smooth and speaking at a, speaking at a clap panel looked me dead in the eye and said that somebody should write a story where a stallion with no sense of object permanence is having sex and thinks that his dick is gone. And so I did it. Nice. Uh, also, uh, Mocha Star also did a fic, so you should check his out, too. Really? He did? Yeah. He did, he? yeah. Oh, um, my gosh! Uh, look on uh, um, Pencil's blog. There's a link to it there. Obviously, okay. it's also mature. Right, of course, obviously. I mean, as one would expect, given the subject matter. Of course, um, of course, I was from a non-pencil, and the question itself was from Shakespeareicles, who was the holder of said club panel. So, uh, his next question is, you are an elevator with a big Hollywood producer looking to make a movie out of a My Little Pony fan fiction. How would you pitch Silver's Glow's journal in 100 words or less? Resonating silence. I can't tell if he's <laughs> thinking or if he died again. Death. Ooh. Only 54 more minutes, boys. <laughs> that! There's, there's a foot on my bug. <laughs> oh, man. But to be fair, we still have a whole bunch of questions here. We do, so that's good. All um, right, I'm back up again. Welcome! Okay. Uh, how would you pitch Silver Glow's journal in 100 words or less to a big Hollywood producer? To a big Hollywood producer? Yes. Uh, cute pony and sex. Because, you know, that's Hollywood. Sex I think what? So you're not going to take the Michael Bay approach and just explosions, sex, explosions? No, there's no explosions in the story. So Michael Bay would not be the right director for it. <laughs> but sex with what? Uh, no, not with Michael Bay. <laughs> um, classmate. I mean, isn't oh, that what college? I'm imagining a scenario where Michael Bay gets into a relationship and his girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever is, calls him Michael... Bay. Or his girlfriend or boyfriend explodes. B A B A E Bay. Oh no 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 that's that's terrible. <laughs> don't, go, don't go there. I hate you a little bit right now. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, now we have questions from Snuffy. 
Uh, Admiral, are we going to be getting any more A Sleeping Rose stories? I love those. Yes, although I don't know when. They they come to me in a different way than most stories, and I just sort of, all of a sudden, like, everything falls into place, and I read the whole story at once. Cool. Uh, number two, uh, the pacing in... Uh, a. The pacing in Celestia Sleeps In is really slow. Was there any special reason you took your time with it? Yes, because at the time, virtually every human in Equestria fic I ever read had the human show up in the first chapter, and if there was a language barrier at all, was gone by the second chapter. And by the third chapter, the human was romantically involved with one of the main six. Really? That freaking quick? Yeah, that seemed a little bit fast to me. And I thought there would be a lot... So... A little bit of backstory. My mom is a linguist. She speaks like seven languages. And I asked her how long she thought it would take to learn a completely foreign language from scratch, where neither person or, you know, person or pony in this case, um, knows the other language. And she said she wouldn't even know where to begin. Which tells me what a challenge it would be. That sounds authentic to me, to be honest. So we're in that particular series, we're somewhere around 400,000 words in, and they can speak um, each other's language, sort of, but there's a lot of pigeon and a lot of sort of guessing going on. Um, so yes, it was, it was deliberately designed to be slow. If you want like a fast-paced story, um, there's other stories. Go read them instead. True. Number three. Will Dale ever realize that spacefaring aliens don't use thatched roofs? See, the thing about thatched roofs is it's a 100% renewable resource. They're surprisingly fire-resistant, and a properly thatched roof can last 100 years. So the question is, why are we still using asphalt shingles? Touche. They're cheaper and easier to build. Well, yeah, but you have to keep putting a new roof on every 20 years or so. Um, and trust me, that's not cheap. I just had to do it. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. But but we can get machines to make the tiles for us and hire somebody, Enigma, to nail it to the roof. But that, that uh, was borderline actual racist. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I know. I I make it to me. The proper <laughs> thatching material for a thatched roof grows on its own. You don't have to do anything except cut it down. And don't you have to bind it together, though? Well, yeah, but there's machines that bind stuff together. Uh-huh. Like, have you ever seen a hay baler in action? Oh, yeah, I know. I had to do that one summer. Over a thousand bales. And we did it in, what, two days? Read them. It's actually not that bad for a roof, to be, to be frank. No, it's really not. Just homeowner things. <laughs> Welcome to the Barcast, where this week we're talking about interior design. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 this is exterior design. Is Admiral still here? No. Admiral's the dead. Shit. <laughs> so didn't you have questions queued up for the rest of us also? Uh, there was one. While we're waiting for Rob to pull his finger out of the light socket? I'm trying to find question um can anyone else anyone else in here describe why a non-pencil has done nothing wrong 
She licked the side of my face, and that's wrong, I guess. <laughs> Why it's not wrong? Probably because she'll do a much better job than Hitler if she really wanted to. All right, I think we're back up again. <laughs> awesome. And it's dead silence. I'm in trouble. Yeah, all I heard was Hitler, but you know we're good. <laughs> no, there doesn't need any context. Uh, number four. Will you be doing another Silver Glows Journal marathon again? He's good again. <laughs> he keeps making a liar out of himself. Okay, then I'm turning to the chat very quickly. Um, to everyone, is Sunbutt's bug too big? Uh, Sunbutt's butt too big from Bendy, of course. I agree with that. There is no such thing as too big. Honestly, only... to me, to me, it looks no. like her. Is he nope. dead? Uh, no. Well, as they say, more cushion for the pushing. So. All right. What else do we have in the chat here? Uh, Alex underscore posted the scared lick. As a description of why uh, a non-pencil has done nothing wrong. Uh, and also, apparently, she wrote Flutter Rape, the purest form of love. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, questions for everyone while we're waiting. Um, Priest and Milk, did we do the promised kiss at BronyCon? No, we didn't. No. We, we didn't even really get time to, like, do hangouts. Like, we, it was like, we did all this stuff on our own, and we ran around the, the like, the actual buyer, seller hall, whatever, doing stuff and talking. But, like, the rest of the, the day was spent with uh, him him and Pencil and me and Snoo were going around doing our thing, so. It's true. Like, the most interaction we really got was kind of, like, at night when we were all trying to sleep and we just acted like teenage girls. Oh my god, that was so much fun though. Because then, then, then we brought out the enema bags, and there was the wine glasses, and it... <laughs> I, want you guys, I want you guys to know that I am taking this out of context. That's good. You you need to. There's no context to be had because I was tired. And I thought I'd say something stupid just to be funny, and we rolled with it. Oh my god! It was, like, it was just like my lilar senses were on full blast. <laughs> the, this this was the night when I went out to pick up Irie too from the airport, and I came back at like one in the morning. You guys were giggling up a goddamn fit, and I was so fucking tired. I just slammed out of the bed, and then we started talking about enemas, and I just didn't know. I just didn't know where to go with this. I, I just didn't know. Sorry, I'm, I'm back again. Well, no, I can tell I can tell you where you're supposed to go with it. It's supposed to go up your butt. I mean, I don't know if you didn't know that or not. But we were sharing it. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I for the recap. I, I came back into this at the wrong time. <laughs> this is the perfect time. You know, leave it all for the recap cast. 
Moving on to the final question, <laughs> uh, to the next question from Snuffy. Will you be doing another Silver Glows Journal Marathon again? No, it would kill me. Okay. Number five. Would you play peekaboo with a hayseed turnip truck? Absolutely. It'd be hilarious. Awesome. Now we're going to questions to, from Sunbro for Life. Number one, what's your favorite video game? Uh, Act Razor for the soundtrack. And also Blaster Master for the soundtrack. Because I played it once like 25 years ago and I can still remember the theme music. Alright. Number two, what's your favorite boss fight? Uh, Esther versus Hammond in the Book of Esther in the Bible. That's my favorite <laughs> boss fight. <laughs> You know, he's still using why... his <laughs> Number three. This is why I'm really glad I'm Jewish, because that just makes so much sense. I know, right? Isn't that freaking epic? Like, he gets hung <laughs> at his own gallows? Yes. Number three. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, and yes, I do this a lot. For those of you who don't know, the gallows of old were not like the gallows we have today, where you hang them by a rope. It was a, like a 20-foot fucking stake, and they take you up on a tower and drop your ass on it. Jesus Christ. Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> and that's yeah. why it's my favorite boss fight. <laughs> that's metal as shit! <laughs> it is, isn't it? So, burn, so burning a witch at the stake, she's probably dead before you lit her on fire. Biscuit, have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? Uh, no. I follow the flying spaghetti monster. Oh, a shame. Number four. You're stuck in a horse village. What kind of business do you start? Um, honestly, shoveling shit, you'd never be lacking for employment. <laughs> Amen. Trust me, I've done the research. <laughs> I, I gotta ask a question for for Flamin' Worker, because ponies poop a lot, and I swear to God, I'm probably gonna end up writing this. Um, do they have a designated shitting street? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, his face is beat red from laughing. Good job. Uh, but don't don't the ponies poo in the loo? Uh, I think it would depend on the pony and the and the place. I mean, I would think legit, like a lot of farmers, like you know Applejack or whatever, they'd want to keep that for compost. You know, you wait a little while, and there but might be some magical spills. To, well, yeah, but you know how an outhouse works is you either empty out underneath the outhouse every now and then, or else you basically dig a new hole when the old one filled up. Yeah, dude, just just imagine this. That Earth ponies just go whenever. Unicorns actually use the outhouses, and then Pegasi go whenever, but they're in the air. <laughs> what about Celestia? Where does she shit? Is her throne actually a toilet? Like she has a Princesses don't poop. Princesses don't poop. That is a fact. There's a story with that very title on film fiction, and y'all need to go read it. Do <laughs> <laughs> you get a live, please? I'm not handling this. <laughs> like Twilight just comes into the throne room with some urgent mission or something, and Celestia's like, oh, uh, could you hold on a minute? And she pulls this, like, rope down, and you hear a flushing sound, and then she gets up from the throne. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, like, she's sitting on the throne, taking a poop, 
And then, like, she tries to grab the, the toilet roll, and it just unrolls all the way down the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now there's a fic idea right there. Oh, dibs. Okay, moving on. All right, number five. Need to know for a friend, how many submarines make up a flotilla? Well, now, technically, a flotilla applies to any number of ships under the command of one individual. However, um, if we go back to history, uh, Swede Momsen led the first, arguably, submarine flotilla October 1st of 1943 with the Cerro, the Shad, and the Greyback, which were respectively SS-225, SS-235, and SS-208. So I would say three. He's using his cheat sheets again. I had to research that. So we're going to take a minute to call you out, and it's in the nicest, funniest way. You have actual written responses to some of these questions. No, just just notes. Like, uh, you know, I'm not going to remember Swede Momsen just, like, off the top of my head. It took me 20 minutes to research that question. <laughs> oh, my God. Just... Props to you for actually being prepared for this shit, man. All right. <laughs> Number six. Do you even praise, bro? Praise the sun. Yeah. Now we have questions for Horizon, who still okay. likes us for some reason. Uh, number one. How many of your t-shirts are out there, man? Somewhere between 50 and 100. I don't know the exact number. I can say M.A. Larson has one. What? Yep. How did this happen? Uh, well, he was at the bar uh, at TrotCon with GM Barrow, so I gave each of them a t-shirt. Did... Yes. Uh, Andy Price has one, too. Nice. That, oh, that's so cool. Okay. And Heather Brackle. And Jay Thiessen, I think it is. Jason Thiessen? Jason Thiessen, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, number two. How is it that you've openly replaced all bronies, yet nobody's accused you of being a changeling yet? Um, speak not of that. Speak not of that. Okay. I, I will point out that in the author pick from BronyCon this year, you can see two people wearing Admiral Biscuit shirts, and they're not me. <laughs> All right, number three. What sort of bribe would it take to arrange a political marriage between us and forever cement an alliance between our hives? Well, I would I would finally get around to writing Luna Farts and Royal Canterlot, and then Horizon would follow me, and that would be that. Oh, my God, this freaking chat. So <laughs> can we... Can we... why milk showed the thing ever since BronyCon, and people started taking pictures of me at the clock panel there are memes of me yes and i don't you're, know how to handle you're, this you're a disgruntled like 1950s politician <laughs> oh my god he looks like oh one. my god <laughs> i'm just gonna say i'm just gonna say i love them don't stop Dude. they're Dude. They, they the one by alex underscore you look like a nazi <laughs> Because it's it's short short story time. I'm sorry, I'm taking up Biscuit's time, but I'm moving on. Um, 
my actual in real life friends like that that i see in my city on a normal basis they have started sending these to me and they're <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> that is excellent <laughs> moving on now questions from jake the army guy are you a rear one rear two vice or fleet admiral um, I'm going to say rear one. I mean, rear two is interesting. And when I was younger, like it was a lot of fun, but you know, I'm older now and prefer things a little bit more vanilla. Oh. Lude. <laughs> Number Maybe two. Maybe I should have researched that question more. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two. How do you find the time to write so much? Um, Basically, it's, well, not having a TV really helps. It's like what I do when I'm sitting at home bored and have some crazy idea and, or, you know, want to update a story that I'm really interested in because I wrote it because nobody else had written it yet. On a side note, do you need a deep, want a TV? No. I got 30 of them. <laughs> no, I <don't>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need a TV. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Next question. Should I worry about wearing your shirt? Am I going to be sucked into the hive mind? Uh, possibly. It, it could happen. It, it might happen. It'll probably happen. You'll be fine. You'll be that fine. Actually... He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Nothing bad will happen. <laughs> this is explaining a lot, and I, I feel... Hmm. Feel quite loyal to you for some reason. <laughs> move, move, moving on, uh, uh, RK Striker JK Five asks, "What is your favorite non My Little Pony franchise?" Probably The Simpsons, um, and I mean Lord of the Rings. If you said it was a franchise, I don't think that really qualifies. But The Simpsons, really? Yeah, The Simpsons. Wow. I like The Simpsons. I mean, a lot but of you don't have a TV. Like, well, that doesn't mean that I'm like not aware that they exist. <laughs> but no. you're a savage. You don't have a TV. You you know, th there's this thing called the internet, and when it actually works, you can like <laughs> <laughs> <stuff> on it. <laughs> okay. Next you question. don't want it. You do not want to see what my router looks like right now. No, you I really don't. don't. I don't. But it's working. <laughs> can you take a picture, or would that break it? I don't know. I can try. No, no, no. Don't, don't take a picture. <laughs> no, don't. It, it's, it's like, like, wait. It's like back in the 1800s. You know, you take a picture of it, you steal its soul. Exactly. Yeah. Like maybe after <laughs> when it's, it's safe, we could take a picture of it. But, you know, for right now, no. It's, it's working. We're not going to worry about what it looks like, Based... how it's working, like what may or may not be poked into it in various orifices. Basically, just imagine, <laughs> just imagine thumbtacks and safety wire. <laughs> the, the, sad thing, the sad thing is I can picture in my head exactly how it's rigged. <laughs> it's like you don't allow it to die, Rob, of natural causes. <laughs> Yeah, what, like, where did you find this router and how old is it? Dude, I bought it two years ago. This is the thing. Best Buy had a glitch when, back years ago, I bought a router new. And 
when the woman came up, my rider would die. I take it to them, and they go, "Well, for ten dollars more, you can get the next better one." I'm go, "Okay, exchange it, get the next best but best one for ten. Then every two years, I did that. So I'm I have like a almost three hundred dollar router that I'm getting close to two years old on. So I'm gonna have to take it in and get the next router. Oh, All right. Jesus. Let's see. The next question is, have you written for any fandoms other than MLP, Biscuit? Uh, no, MLP is my first foray into fan fiction and will quite likely be my only one. All right. Have you ha ever had Popeye, the Sailor Moon, or Donald Duck under your... What the fuck? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, if you watch um, Shadow of Cygnus's Rock Raiders walkthroughs, I did once have an entire flotilla of Lego men under my command. <laughs> and, and that is not a lie. There is one of his videos that is centered around me like commanding an entire fleet of rock raiders. <laughs> oh, I remember that series. I haven't seen that in a long ass time. Yeah, it's like super obsolete, but you should totally watch videos yes yeah, like stupid expensive now though mm -hmm. like everything is collectible uh -oh. okay there's a train coming so i don't know what's gonna happen oh shit i'm gonna quick ask a question then all right this is from arconics are the shirts a plan to take over the planet or just highly fashionable they are comfy and easy to wear <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't even, I don't, I, why? Okay, all right, sorry, I'm back. All right, I'm ready. Uli <clears throat> Told now asks questions. How is it to be in the inferior bar cast with guys who have gotten to BronyCon and not the awesome con on last week with Ravage, Enigmatic Otaku, Alex underscore, Chat Penguin Lips, and a tantalizing Anthro Celeste in the background? Is is this the inferior chat? Do we do we feel that this is inferior? Probably, yeah. This is because, the sad cast. Because quite honestly, this is the best chat I've ever been on at this time at this place. <gasps> oh, this is awesome! Oh my bullshit! I'm gonna I'm gonna put that quote and I'm gonna put it above in like Ponyville Live when this goes up and gets featured on Ponyville Live. This is the best <laughs> chat I've ever been a part of. And then everyone's just gonna be like, oh, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Next question. Uh, would you use an, an Enigma sex bot? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, God, is Biscuit dead? Oh, we don't know what. Oh. Uh, that face went train. So, okay. Camera oh. kind of back up. Uh, cool. All right. The, the question is, would you an Enigma sex bot? Uh, 
I drive a $200 truck. I wouldn't trust any technology I own for sticking parts of my body into. That's fair. Own, implying he'd own the Enigma sex bot like a slave. But see, I would own the like $200, you know, worn out, like half broken one. <laughs> <laughs> implying the original wasn't broken to begin with. Oh, believe me, you. One of my vans is held together with zip ties and sheet metal screws. <laughs> Love that van. Exactly. <laughs> if it wasn't broken first, it would be afterwards. All right. Did Sally sell seashells by the seashore for sim shimmering silver coins? No, bits are gold. Is the tongue twister a euphemism? Uh, No. Is Sally a seahorse selling her clam, or is she the madam? Uh, she is queen of the clams. That's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't say I can't blame her for picking her own clients. You gotta do what you gotta do. A captain is to go with his or her ship when it sinks. When it thinks, right? I'm assuming he means sinks. Yes. <coughs> so what is an admiral doing when every ship under his or her command has done it, and now they refuses to do shit because they are in a philosophy club? Well, I Watch. think philosophy is a good thing for any man. Fair. Did you, did you just assume his gender? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think, just, I think he not only assumed gender, but alienated the other. <laughs> my, my apologies. <laughs> I'm think Freddy, man, woman, child, other, Sir. horse, Sir. What, whatever you happen to identify as. <laughs> philosophy yeah, is good for you. <laughs> All right. Now, is, why is it bad to eat snails in the summer? I have no idea. Legit. Uh, and then last but not least, do you blaze in the sun? Only when I'm accidentally standing under a magnifying glass. Also fair. Uh, Patchwork Poltergeist now has questions. Patches! Ah, hi! All right. So, who is best G1 pony? Paradise. Paradise. Okay. Um, I don't know who that is, but I'm going to nod. I, I don't either, but I... But I saw some great, uh, great fan art of her, and she looks like a lot of fun. And Patches says that the correct answer is Masquerade, and you're just plain wrong. I think Patchwork is wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Patches would kick your ass. <laughs> I never kick your ass. Well, I mean, you gotta die somehow. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Might as well be in a fight over best G1 pony. Then who is best G3 pony? Uh, well, obviously I'm contractually obligated to say Silver Glow. But um, if you had to choose a second. Uh, Minty. No pony falls to her death like Minty. <laughs> All right. Now, this is the, the question that we talked about before we went live. Um, this is from Seventh Heaven, who asks, can you sing this song for me? All right, are you ready? 
Just me and my emoji heart daddy emoji heart hanging out. I got pretty hungry emoji eggplant, so I started to pout emoji sad face. He asked if I was down emoji down for something yummy emoji heart face emoji eggplant. And I asked what, and he said he'd give me his emoji water, cummies emoji water, yeah, yeah, emoji heart emoji water. I drink them emoji water. Dead. He killed his internet. <laughs> It's strangling him too. <laughs> He's still going. <laughs> it's strangling him. <laughs> or he strangling it. Dad, <laughs> He's still doing it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's the train. What? It's all the train. Here's the problem. I don't know if I have the heart to ask him to do this again. No. What do we even do? It's like listening to uh, uh, the one that one crippled kid from South Park that stutters, and he sings the fucking Twelve Days of Christmas. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay. Oh, and now you're back. <laughs> Wait, I died one third of the way through the song? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably for the best. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, no, let's we'll move on. Did, uh, did you get the harmonica riff at the end? No. That, that, <laughs> no, I I can't. I don't know how to play harmonica. Rob just pulled one out of somewhere, and I'm not asking questions. <laughs> I'm not asking questions. <laughs> uh, legit. Okay. Uh, we'll go to questions from Cyber Phase on then. Um. Hello, Admiral Biscuit. Looks like you have no violent questions today from what we've seen. So that's a plus. So here are my questions. Question number one, would you a thing pwn? Damn it. <laughs> Shit. Man. Oh, no. Oh. I guess while we wait... Okay, I'm back I, up for the moment. Okay, cool. Uh, question number one: What do you think, Pony? Um, sure, that sounds like fun. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Number two. Is anybody gonna give him a picture? No, we're we're just moving on. Uh, if you know what a food pony is, what which is three food and or drink ponies would you go on a dinner date with? Uh, pizza pony, Pepsi pony. And tentacle pony because technically that's not food, but you know, it looks like a happy pony, so sure, why not? <laughs> All right, uh, number three, which food and/or drink ponies would you nibble slash sip out of curiosity? Uh, probably pizza pony. All right, number four, which food or drink pony would you just chug down? Note that they do, in fact, regenerate their body faster than Sonic and Dash's speed date. What the fuck? <laughs> that would be a fast speed date. 
Okay. Um, what three items? Oh God! Which three items would you ponify that is not a food item or drink? Um, honestly, some of the characters have been turned into airships. They've been turned into peas in a pod. They've been turned into cars. I can't think of anything that's left to ponify. Can we ponify Rob's internet box? Because it'd be a small, cute thing that glitches out like spasms every now and then. After what we've heard about his internet box in particular, it would be this horrified, mangled, little tiny tortured pony covered in like tacks and it would be bleeding everywhere and wires would be coming out of it. That poor thing does not need to be ponified. It's just like at any moment it could just go into a pure seizure. It just starts, yeah, that's how he loses internet. It just starts seizing. And God forbid when the train comes by because she just starts screaming. Oh, God. That actually makes me feel bad for his internet router. It, it, it sounds like digital liner. Can, can Alex making? underscore or someone, can you please draw this? Yeah, <laughs> so, somebody who's an artist, draw this. I demand it. <laughs> don't, don't you worry about it. Okay. Don't care. All right, All right. Number, number five. Did you know that there is a fidget spinner pony? Her name is Fidget. I did not know that, but I'm not surprised. Like I said, everything has been ponified. Number six. Do you have slash had an Xbox no. 360 or Xbox One? I've owned two gaming systems, an Atari 2600 and a GameCube. Apparently someone nice. on Xbox has that username. Admiral Biscuit? Yes, I am aware that there's a gamer that has the same username, but I'm like 20% cooler than he is. <laughs> <laughs> I just broke Rob. <laughs> no, no, we need to synchronize Ree. We need to synchronize Ree. Seven. Would you recommend eat all of these for unlimited supply of tacos? Two, two taco salad, three chicken tacos, five beef tacos, two stuffed tacos, and a large taco bowl with ice cream. Yeah, sure. Why not? Cool. Unlimited um, tacos. Uh, what is the best crossover ship of MLP fan? I don't know. I don't read much shipping. All right. Um, I'm gonna skip this first one. I'm sorry, uh, but the second one for everyone. Are you gonna watch the eclipse on Monday? I probably won't get a chance to because I'll be at work. Mm. I, I'm at work, and my work is making a big special event for it. When is it again? Ah, the cute, the cute uh, internet box pony is spasming again. Seizure. <laughs> okay. Uh, now the next one that we have are from Rob Cakron fifty three. Oh wait, no, we're back on. We're back on. Hype. Okay, because now we have Rob's questions. Rob, do you want to read your own questions? He's uh abusing the poor uh, router phone. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. No, I really feel bad. Like it's, just, it's just throwing its hooves everywhere, dislocating <laughs> them. Rob's over there beating on this poor little pony, trying to make it work, and it's sitting there crying and just convulsing. <laughs> this, this is so bad. This I is. No! Oh god, that's terrible. Now I'm sad. Oh, I've got one worse. I've got one worse. Why are you hitting me? Oh my god! Look at that fucking shit! Look at the shit that they've been dealing with! Oh my god! <laughs> I assume that's left over from the war, but I don't know which one. <laughs> <laughs> Two Mare says, Nichon, there's just so many packets, it won't fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Is that the train coming? Held together with thumbtacks and safety wires, so. <laughs> and believe it or not, that's on the wall. That's not on the floor, that's the wall. Oh, so it's just, it's literally just pinned the fuck up there. Yes. <laughs> Your little router pony is crucified to the wall. Great. See, now you just need to get behind it and draw little blood stains. Dude, that's a $130 router out there, too. It's like... <laughs> Alright, let, let's, let's yes. move on. Keep going. Okay. Um, now that's... Okay, questions from Rob Cakron 53 Rob, do you want to read your own question? Um, we can do that. Hold on, I, I gotta... I gotta... Uh, I gotta... I gotta... Uh... <laughs> okay, Mr. Trying to find an excuse. <laughs> now that Silverglow's journal is done, do you feel relieved or sad that you no longer have an obligation to post every day? A little bit of both. I mean, I kind of miss like the hectic craziness of it, but it's kind of a relief to not be like, you know, I'm say going to Boston to learn how to drive a race car, and I also have to post chapters of Silverglow's journal. Okay. Um, what do you say to people new to Silverglow's journal before they dive into the fic? I recommend only reading one or two chapters a day since that was how it was intended to be read. Um, I think, uh, I think that's one story where if you binge on it, there's going to be a lot of sameness and you might get bored of it. Okay. Do you feel honored that I actually vacuumed for your cast? Yes, I do. Good. And lastly, I'm sorry my internet is shit. Is it still better than yours? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> so, does Router Pwn have a sibling then? Um, I hope so. <laughs> I hope not, that poor pony. Given a Flutter Priest picture. I like really they hope. Oh. <laughs> like, oh god, what is this picture? <laughs> like the, the Router Pwn siblings, they, they hold like twisted hooves together as they both spasm out. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, now well, Eddie beats him. <laughs> now we have questions from Fendi. Does Princess Celestia need to lose some weight? No, she's a healthy weight for an alicorn of her age. All right. Alicorn? <laughs> alicorn, whatever. But you, no, you said alicorn. Well, just calm down. For an <laughs> anal corn. <laughs> it's time to stop! <laughs> 
Does Princess Luna as well need to lose some weight? Same answer. Okay. Should Celestia and Luna go on a vegan diet and only eat boring food despite the fact that they are immortal? No. No. We got no. <laughs> oh, God. Like, he's just... He's just holding like router phone close to his chest as it's beating against them. I got it's a okay. song. I got a song. I got a song for us. This is happening off enough. We can do it. Drink, 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 drink. You know, from uh, uh, Snow White when the dwarves are working in the mine. Oh, oh wait, no, we're back. We're back. <laughs> oh, hype. Okay. Um, would Celestia go crazy without being able to eat cake on her vegan diet? Yes, she would turn uh, Equestria into a barren wasteland within a month. All right. Is Princess Celestia's butt too big, just right, or not big enough? Ask uh, President Trump. That's a bendy question. Whoa! Okay. Let's ditch um, the... Let's move on away from the politics. Now, now, you, now, now, you are aware. I realize that Snuffy crossed this out, but you are aware that I wrote the story, uh, uh, President Trump grabs Princess Celestia in the pussy. It's it's true. We we know you did, but sadly, one of the few rules we do have on the cast is we're going to avoid all politics. Okay, fair enough. Um, that that's actually something pushed on us by our. So, moving on. I will, I will make I will make no political judgment on that. I'm related. Have you, did you read Clash's fic he posted from Ronicon? No. After the cast reminded me, I got to show you. Okay. All right. All right. Let's keep going. Uh. Let's see, then the next question is how much bigger does Princess Celestia's butt need to be? But I mean, I guess that... I'd I say guess. it's just right. Fair. Uh, why did you favorite my story, All the Stallions Are Gay for Anon? I don't remember having done that. I... I might have. <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> does it need to be... Go ahead. I mean, I I would uh, tend to favorite every story that I read um, that isn't, like, truly horrific. So I suppose it's possible that I read it um, and thought that Bendy did a good job on it, so I favorited it. Or he might be lying. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know that you can trust a robot. Truth. Does there need to be more stallion on human male fix? Um, perhaps. I don't know. It's, I don't, I'm not aware of how many there are and whether that's a good representative number or not. All right. Now we have questions from Pickleless. I loved Silver Glow's journal. Thank you for that. I have a lot of respect for the amount of content you pushed out. Explain in detail why your favorite pony is favorite pony and why least favorite pony is hated. Um, so my favorite pony is Rarity because she's a total badass and, um, simply Rarity. That was the story name that I couldn't remember earlier. Um, cause she's just a badass. She's a total badass and she's also a badass. Um, and I don't really have a least favorite pony. All right. Let's see. Now the next question is from Shakespeare, please. Is your mom a cunning linguist? She's 72. I'll let him use his imagination. Is, is the joke here cunnilingus, or? 
Yes. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll let Shakespeare please imagine that for himself. She's 72. Grilled cheese. Moving on. Uh, Cyberface on GOTDM asks one of the final questions. Is it raining tacos out of the sky? Um, currently it is not. I just looked outside. All right, fair enough. Now then, that is all. That is all the questions from the thread. Uh, now we're looking over to the Twitch stream to get the final set of questions. Okay. Uh, let's see. General General Hanawish asks, "Why hasn't Enigma been deported yet?" I don't have an answer for that. I almost got deported once. What? How? Uh, uh, I have a felony on my record, and the Canadians didn't like that. All right, we are not going to press about that. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Two Mare asks, how much cummy can mummy fit in her tummy? See, I can't tell if he's upset or if he died again with the router. <laughs> Dead. Just pure death. Death by cummies. <laughs> Oh, I'm still trying to cancer it! Ah, it's the worst! <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, oh, I'm router pwn is flopping around on his back. Just putting router pwn to bed, and then, like, it just starts saying, like, I'm gonna be daddy all shit like that. Oh my god. <laughs> um... Fucking shit. Then, uh... I guess I'll add... I guess I'll ask a question to everyone here while we wait for Biscuit. Is stealing Sunhorse's cake a bad idea from Bendy? Oh, wait, no, oh, wait. We're, we're back on. Are we back? We're back. All right, so it. Wait, are we still back? Are we back? Okay. okay. So I don't know how much of the answer to the previous question you heard was, but the basic gist is the average amount of ejaculate is one to two teaspoons, and the I believe the average capacity of a human stomach is two quarts. Um, the questioner can feel free to do the math from there. On an unrelated note, we cook chicken tenders. Tendies, tendies! But what did you use to bread it? Probably best not to ask. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the next question is, do you endorse router pony torture? No. You know, for some reason, when I imagine Router Pony, imagine it as a filly. I don't know why. I know. I feel even worse now. <laughs> All right, next question. All right. Um, Shakespeare asks, would you wear my shirt? Yes, I think I would. Oh, man, you guys need to do a shirt swap. I offered. He See? turned me down. Oh my gosh, Alex underscore made tendies for the cast. <laughs> in the in the chat. Oh wait. Oh no, biscuits. That, oh, that's biscuits. Okay, never mind. It's me, bitch. Oh, okay, sorry. Just Alex posted <laughs> those, it. Those yeah. aren't biscuits. Those are tendies. It, it's the guy who wrote my little dashy. Wait, those are nuggos. Those aren't tendies. There are differences between tendies and nuggos. There is? Yes. Are they, are they, di 
Are they dino nuggets? Literally, you got two minutes. Hurry up with Briss's questions. Uh, would you bend over for rarity? Sure, why not? <laughs> How amazing I mean, is Fudo Rarity? Worst that could happen? What's that? How amazing is Fudo Rarity? Um, the, they, that's not really my thing. I was picturing more of a strap on it. <laughs> oh, okay. He doesn't know yet, but he'll get back to you when oh. it happens. <laughs> And that is all of the questions that we have, to be honest. Okay. It's it... uh not really. I mean it's a thing that exists. Yeah, I think that's about all we can. So um that said, uh we're we're just about there at the time. So given the shitstorm that this cast was, um I still had a really good time. Biscuit, did you have a good time? I had a good time. It was actually fun to yell at Rob to go fix the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and by by some miracle, he managed. Okay. And he, he, swear, he swears up Rob and down perfectly for three hours, which <laughs> leads me to believe that I may be the problem here. Router, router Pony is just like huddled up in the corner now, glitching and twitching. It's, well, it, it is theoretically possible that I have enough metal embedded in me that... Uh, Dude, I have lead in my system. I'm, interfer so. I'm interfering with the internet. Yeah, he has lead in him, so that could be the cause of some of our problems. All right. Well, while we still have everyone here, thank you for watching the Barcast. Your bartenders for this evening have been Enigmatic Otaku. Rider Pony is like, Daddies, I, 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 I love you. <laughs> Milk. <laughs> I, no, I'm done. <laughs> Ravage. Hope disease is still going strong with this one. And of course, Admiral Biscuit. No! <laughs> oh my god. I can't even say goodbye to Rob either. <laughs> Are they back? Are they back? I would love for them to at least say goodbye. We, well, I mean, we're still technically like two minutes out, so like, we could sit. Welcome to the broken cast. Uh, Milk, who do we have on next week? Uh, <laughs> because I looked at the list, let me take a look. Shit. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just pull up the list on stream, you know, because that's totally fine. Uh, come on. It's loading, I'm sorry. It's somebody. Wait, what's next week? Oh, wait, there we go. Hey, there we you guys are back! No, they're not. No, they're fuck. Not. <laughs> oh, we have Polisara. We have Polisara next week. Oh, we have Polisara next week. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Sweet, I think everyone's gonna really like that. And then we're gonna get ready to get started on Equestria Daily Month! Oh. Okay, anyway. Biscuit, thank you for staying on. He's typing his answer. Oh my god. He's typing his answer. Alright, I think Rob is... <laughs> Motivating Router Pony again. 
<laughs> we're back, we're back. Okay, no, he, he took off his belt and started whipping the poor little thing. Biscuit, thank you for joining us. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, despite various technical difficulties. And also, Rob Cakrin. Rob, what? say goodbye. Say goodbye, and all that stuff. Yes, we, we did it! We did it! And my name is Flutter Priest. What the fuck? Kill yourself. <laughs> that was some advanced ring right there. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.